welcome to the Beyond Belief podcast. We're glad you decided to listen to us today. We have designed this podcast to have a practical conversation about Christianity. Our goal is to make this show relatable, realistic, and relative. We will bring you the gospel of Jesus Christ so you can apply it practically to your life. We hope you enjoy the show. We are back. This is season two, and I'm with my buddy Alan, brother. What's happening? What's happening? Well, it's not really technically season two. This is a trailer, a teaser. Yeah. A teaser. What's the beginning of season two? Yeah, we're going to work out some glitches, I doubt, but we'll see how it goes. Um, Yeah, so we wanted to start off. Wow, it's weird being back. It is. That's actually cool. (laughs) so weird. This is like the longest month that I have experienced. Really? In a while, yeah. I mean, it's like... It's exactly uh, the same as every other month. It just felt so long because we weren't doing this. I yeah, was, I see. I see I'd, been, I'd been studying though, and uh, so it gave me a lot of time to study and everything, and learned a lot of things that I didn't really know. Um, as far as denominations and creeds and all that sort of thing, so it's weird, right? When you start, well, I mean, I started looking at a bunch of stuff. They take you down a bunch of different trails and then you start going to different directions and then you're like, wow, that's a great topic. Yeah. Uh, so we looked at a bunch of different topics and came up. Well, I mean, I don't know if we didn't come up with them, but because they were already out there. Yeah. We just, um, but we decided that was some stuff that we wanted to talk about. Uh, anyways, so where are we at? Um. I well, sound, actually, I sound breathy. Can you hear me? You do. No, I can. I can't hear you. Actually, <laughs> um, uh, you know, we're going to start off with raising biblical biblical children. Um, oh, yep. Because school starting. School starting. So you know, need to. This is going to turn into an episode. Probably. So. You said school, and it was like a trigger word for me, right? Because for a month, I've been dealing with. Uh, you know, all those social issues, man, the vaccine and masks and everything getting dodgy out there. I know it's one more division. You know, are you a Baptist? Are you a Lutheran? Ugh. Which one are you? Oh, are you vaccinated? Are you right. not vaccinated? So man. yeah, it's just one more division. Dude, it, it is. I don't even know how to describe it, except it's off the chain. Yeah. Like it's just unreal. Absolutely. What? takes the focus away from God. And it's so right. easy. It's like, it's like you're ta- having a conversation with somebody and you pull out an object out of your pocket and they start staring at it. Right. Like a quarter. Yeah. And they're like, what are you doing? <laughs> and then, so the conversation shifted yeah. to this quarter, the shiny object. And it's like, this is what we like, do man. though. That's nah, what... we do. But most of 99, it's like the germ killing Lysol, 99.999% right. effective against all germs. Yeah. We're 99.99% on topic. It's uh, about God. It just, it just, it's okay. It kind of, you said it's okay. I got you. <laughs> it, it stays on topic. We just kind of move yeah. around a little bit. Yeah. Um, absolutely. Yeah. We're not talking about hunting or fishing or nah, anything like that. Nah. So, yeah. no. And I get, I don't know. I get turned off. I was going to save this for an episode and I'm sure I'll bring it back up because. I've, you know, whatever, Yeah. but man, I commented on the thing on social media and this dude, I think he just, you know, people, I don't know. I know you don't get into that thing. I try to do kind of our deal on social media to, you know, 
uh, always be talking about God and right and pushing the gospel out and hopefully that somebody will read it. But anyways, there's trolls out there, right? This guy trolls and and sends me this thing trying to trigger me into a conversation. And I was like, you took that out of context. So I'm not even going to respond. That was my response. So I lied. I responded to the dude, but I just don't understand. Like when this guy sent me this thing and I don't want to pull it up, but he sent me this message. I just was like, seriously, like why? Like what's, what's the point? Like I said, get your kids from, and not his, but in general, the conversation yeah. was what's happening in America. Look at America. I mean, uh, it was about, uh, Disney playing the Muppets and one of the Muppets wearing a dress to a ball. And it turned into this whole, like, and I said, you know, the problem with that is get your kids from out, out from in front of the TV and their iPads right. and put them in the Bible. Yeah. And this guy went, I mean, he went sideways, dude. He <laughs> right. was like, well, that's the problem. You know, the Bible talks about persecution and, you know, right. notice how I changed my voice. I'm sure he talks like that. Yeah, probably. But I was just like, geez, dude, like calm down. Like seriously, if it, and, and it's not, you know, he's like, well, you want to put my kids in a closet and not, you know, not have them watch TV. I'm like, right. You don't have to put them in the closet, but get them out from in front of the TV. Exactly. Yeah, monitor what they're watching. So sure. yeah, that's going to be on our, on our child one. Yeah. So, I didn't mean to go too far uh, off the deep end, but um, yeah, that's cool. I'm used to it. So yeah, yeah we, we need, you know, I wanted to to touch on, like I said, there's so many things. Um, oh, man. Like I, I got on this whole thing about denominations because there are so many divisions in denominations. I mean, in Christianity because of denominations, so Agreed. Um, the thing that I have realized is every denomination and every religion has a problem, has problems, potential problems, yeah. because they are man ran, men are running them. Yeah. And unfortunately, a lot of those men aren't led by the spirit. So, you know, they're just leading people down a trail that they want them to go down. Yeah, I wanted so, to I wanted to find something I wrote down. Keep going. And that was that's every denomination, every religion out there. So, but it's very interesting. You know, I uh like the if you look at the creeds, then I went to I went from denominations to creeds. I'm telling you, it branches off everywhere. Oh, absolutely. But it's amazing because you have like um probably a hundred creeds. But it's, it's interesting because the very first one, and let me pull this up real don't quick. Don't go too because, deep now. No, I don't. That's an episode. I'm not going to go too deep. But, um, you know, Christian creeds. And one of the first ones, and I, daggone it, I didn't um, save that one. But the biblical creeds. Yeah, you have the biblical creeds. Yeah. And then you have the Anabaptist creeds, which we were taught that that's where the Baptist came from. Actually... The um, Mennonites and the Amish came from the Anabaptists yeah. because the, you know, on down there is the Baptist creed. So within all the creeds, you have a hundred creeds. We'll just say a hundred, maybe yeah. a little less, maybe a little more. But um, there's, there's, you know, the biblical creeds came from the Bible. Uh, and there's some apostolic creeds that came from the apostles. Right. But there are so many creeds that are, you know, man-made that just goes back to what I said, you know, religions and 
denominations all have, you know, a couple points in which they can fail because well, man is fallible. And I and <clears throat> I have it, and I, and it was pretty simple. It's just I wrote down, and man, I'm I'm sure somebody's going to blast. Every denomination is a division of doctrine, right? It. <laughs> It all started originally with the writings of people that walked with Jesus. And I'm, and, and I'm not talking the Old Testament. I'm just talking about the New Testament. People that walked with Christ. Right. Right. They were divinely inspired and wrote these things down. Yeah. That's the true doctrine. Like it's not, man puts their spin on it. And I'm not going to get all apologetic. I'm not going to go back into Baptist history or any history for that matter. Right. Uh, there's enough people doing that and they do a great job at it. They do an awesome, excellent job at it. And so I'm not going to recreate it, but all of that stuff is an alteration created by man. Exactly. Like they went through and, and, and changed something in their doctrine. Right. Uh, to make it different and created a split or a division. Right. Uh, so and, and, yeah. And just, you know, the, the main thing is the fundamentals. Are the fundamentals? Did I say that right? Oh. Anyway, um, you know the fundamentals are the the scripture is the inspired word of God, um, the virgin birth, blood atonement, second coming, and the deity of Christ. Um, you know, if you're adding more to that, uh, there's people that add. There's so much, man. I, so those are the fundamentals. But people get sidetracked on these things, you know. And then you have, um, you have. Oh my gosh, I can't believe that that woman wore open toe shoes to church. <laughs> oh my goodness, her oh. third fingernail was painted pink. Yeah. So you know. So anyway, just so many divisions and. Well, and and a lot of it too. And then we'll talk about some of the other topics. A, a lot of it, man. They're worried about the wrong stuff. You and I talked exactly, about this the other yeah. day. They're just worried about the wrong stuff. Yeah. Too many times, uh, and I don't know, I think this is in a, in, in a uh, topic. Too many times we worry about the things that somebody isn't doing or that right. uh, they should be doing. And I told you the other day, my thought is I'm, I'm trying to, I'm trying to correct myself with this is that we don't look at the things that people are doing or the things that they can be doing uh, in lieu of not doing these other things. It's not pointing out what you're, what you're not doing. It's, right. it's what you could be doing. You could be spending more time with God. You could be spending more time in your Bible. I'm not going to focus that you're not. Uh, just get in the Word. Absolutely. And actually, I had, had I told you I woke up like it. 1 30 this yeah. morning or whatever so um within that i was looking at the creeds and i was like oh my goodness so i'd written this down though oh you went back now you're going back to it i know right, i know I'm, I'm sorry i'm sorry but it, it's it'll it tie in the, it will it'll tie into okay. the last thing you said right. um you know there is freedom in living for jesus you know it's not restrictive a true relationship removes all the unnecessary stuff. So instead of huh. focusing on the wrong stuff, yeah. you, you when you have that relationship and you're allowing the Holy Spirit to lead you, you're free from being bothered by all the unimportant things and the yeah. things that yeah, that's are good. peripheral yeah. that you we, we do get focused on. Focus on Jesus. Well, and I'll say season two... Uh, this season for us is going to focus way more on the relationship with God. Yes. Uh, yeah. Last season, we talked about it 
Um, we talked about a lot of stuff, but this season is going to focus more on the relationship and how to make that better and, and things to do that can encourage and improve your relationship. Right. Um, we have, I can, think, go ahead. Can I bring up one more thing oh about denomination? Here we go. Okay. He, he stirred up. Absolutely. Because this is, <laughs> this is very important okay. because people are like, well, I'm a Baptist. If you say it is. Oh yeah, absolutely. Well, I, I feel that it's important. I should, I should preface, I guess. Hit me across the face. So, but here's the thing that I want people to, um, to look at and to, and to study because with me studying this, I found things that I was like, wow. Okay. So people say, oh, I'm a, I'm a Baptist. Okay. Which Baptist? There are a hundred different yeah. denominations with, and no exaggeration. Uh, maybe, like I said before, a little, you know, a few less, maybe a little bit more. Yeah. But there are so many different divisions. Just in the Baptist. Yeah. There's so many different denominations within right. the Baptist. You know, are you a Calvinistic Baptist? Are you a Southern Baptist? Are you? And you need to look at that because here's something I, that I just I came across. I found very interesting was so Martin Luther King did a lot of great things in this country um, for the civil rights movement and everything. Yeah. Yeah. But one of the things that one of the stances that he took was, well, science has evolved in so much that we cannot, we can no longer believe in the virgin birth of Jesus Christ. Oh, because, and there are, there are um, denominations out there, that don't believe in the virgin birth of Jesus Christ. Yeah. So they're no longer Christian denomination. So I just want people to do their homework and see. Yeah. Right. You know, right. Um, it, there's, <laughs> it becomes a distraction, man. Yeah. It really exactly. does. Uh, <clears throat> when, when you started, when we started to talk and you started to talk about, uh, wanting to cover denominations and explore that, you know, uh, study into it and then talk about it. It's interesting to me. I don't remember how I told you this, but you and I were talking and it, it's so crazy. It's man driven, right? Man takes, and it's a pride issue. Absolutely. They want to, they want to create something, right? And, which, which ultimately they create something that either adds to or takes away from the original. Yeah. And it's horrible. Like when right. you start to look at it, it <laughs> they're so proud of what they've created. Right. Is, but it's so far from the original. Exactly. And, you know, I look at when, and we talked about this last year or uh, last season, the churches in Asia Minor, yeah, the original churches that only only two were really uh, really following the principles, and what happened is the other ones. If you if you remember, I know you do because you're the one that brought up the topic. Um, but if 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 people listening remember those other churches, the things that they did that didn't uh, pl weren't pleasing. To Jesus, <laughs> it was ma man-made. Those were the things yeah. that men did. Exactly. And I don't, and I mean yeah. men and, and, and women in, in a sense, but yeah. <clears throat> those are things that man did. So anyways, back to my original point, because 
people that know me know I do this a lot uh, all over the place. It, when we start to, we're, we're playing the, the P trick under the cup, you know, we're moving things around and shuffling it. And so right. it, it all really wants to tie back to the same thing, but because man got involved, it moved it around enough to where it really doesn't look like the original anymore. And it, in every place changes it a little bit, right? Whether they add in, uh, well, you, you, you have to be baptized as well to be saved. Right. Um, you know, they add things in there. Uh, and take it away. The Bible is the only source. It is the only source of that information. Period. Yeah. Period. Yeah. Now, granted, listen, it's based on man's translation. Yeah. Um, you know, and there's some, and there's some issue taken with some of those translations, but I will say that the Bible is the only source of information. Absolutely. When man changes it, it, it becomes corrupt. And that's what I was bringing up with creeds because all these different creeds that, that were produced yeah. were produced by groups of men. Yeah. And not all of those men, I'm sure, were spirit-led. So but here's another interesting fact. I've had a lot of interesting facts in the last month. <laughs> I had a lot of time. <laughs> so anyway, so the fundamentals were set forth in the Bible. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Um, and that's what we are to live by when we're, we, when we call ourselves Christians, we need to live by those fundamentals. We need to, our, our faith is based on those fundamentals, but here's something interesting. The fundamentalist movement didn't start till 1920s. Yeah. 1919, I believe, was the actual date. Um, no. The fundamentals started like back the 40s, there. right? No. That's the Independent Fundamental Baptist Church started in 1940s. But the fundamentalist movement oh, right. started in 1919. Because you have, that's another thing. You Everybody's fundamental. Not everyone. Every denomination has a fundamentalist sect within that. You have the Baptists. They have theirs. You have the Lutherans, they have theirs. You have all these different denominations have um, the, they're called, they call themselves fundamentalists. Well, the fundamentals were set forth back in the Bible. That's where we all need to go is back to right. the Bible right. instead of like, oh, oh, okay. Uh, it's been 1900 years since Jesus walked this earth, but we figured it out. In 1940, yeah, right. we figured it out. We have the answer. Oh, yes. Every new denomination figures it out. Absolutely. But they haven't figured anything out. You know, my question is, so, I, I saw, I talked to this guy yesterday briefly online, and I told you about it. I really liked, and I don't even remember what it was that I told you that he, it wasn't something baptism. he said. Was it about the baptism? It, it was. I don't even, because I don't even want to get into that, but I liked what he said about denominations, not having denominations because the doctrine comes from the word of God. Yes. And, you know, and I'll tell you, I struggled with this, man. You know, like who we originally, when we started this, you and I talked, you know, we came out of a church that kind of, kind of blew things apart for us, uh, for us. And, and you and I were like, you know, we don't want to, 
we don't want to split with denominations and, and, and affiliate or align with a specific denomination. So who do we identify with? You know, and we were talking about it, you and I, right. we were like, you know, oh, you know, because we got a stupid email about, uh, you know, uh, anonymously, right. Right. Saying, you know, what is your doctrinal affiliation and, and all this stuff. And right. originally we were like, yeah, you know, we should define that. And I'm like, it's already been defined. Yeah. It's we, in the Bible. We, we listen. Well, I mean, we, we read and follow the Bible. Right. And I really liked what this guy said. He said, the Bible is the doctrine. Yeah. And it really like there is, if, you know, if you want to, I don't know if you want to put one of those stickers on it says, Hey, my, my denomination is right. stick it to your shirt, you but know, feel, feel blessed about it. I don't absolutely. Know. But that's what I was saying. People identify with a, a denomination. Ah, they want that identity. Well, I'm saying as far as they, they, they want to be affiliated with a denomination, but they don't know the roots in which yeah. the sect yeah. they're in may not yeah. be following the exact, um, you know, doctrine that was set forth in the Bible. The, they may be following a man's doctrine because like, I think I told you the seventh day, seventh day Adventist, they came out of the Baptist movement. And actually there's a seventh day Baptist church, uh, denomination. I can't even keep up. Like, honestly, uh, I can't keep up, not with you, but I mean, with all oh, of I'm the, slow, so. with all the denominations, man, it's exactly. like, and that's, that was my, exactly my point. It's have you so, ever seen a denomination in the Bible? No. Right. Yeah. Well, you had the groups, um, but no, not a no, I'm not talking about like the Pharisees and stuff. I'm no, talking no, about no. like there was no division in there yeah. of churches. Yeah. No, no, no. Not at all. Um, but oh, I lost where I was going. All right. Well, let's get back on track. Okay. Because we were just doing a whole episode on denominations. Um, all right. So we're going to talk about... No, that's what I was saying. Okay, oh, it came yeah. back to me. All right, so basically, <laughs> um, you know, you people want to identify with this denomination or that denomination, but you, to really identify with what the Bible says, you need to follow the roots of that denomination and find it, figure out which group you're in. Oh man. You're, now, you see, now the, you're getting me triggered. You could be a Calvinist, a Calvinistic Baptist. <laughs> Calvinist or, That's a new one. You just created another one. Oh man. So here's the deal, man. A lot of people show up at church, right? Yeah. So, well, let me back up. How do you figure out what you align with? How do you figure it out? Well, that's tricky. It kind of is tricky. Nah, what's the, well, what is the base way to figure out what you align well, you with? You need to spend time in the Bible. There you go. Absolutely. Period. But I'm saying as nah. far as you, you have to know the truth before you can know that someone's not telling you the truth. Right. So, I mean, right. it kind of goes hand in hand. You need listen. to be in the Bible and you need to listen to that cat um, I took notes from the last church, the, the church that you and I were in. And the amazing thing is there were four sermons that had sanctification within it. It was like in one of them, I, I can definitely see this. It was like number two, the second point or whatever. Right. But then when I asked about sanctification like three or four times, it wasn't acknowledged. So I'm not sure how the, you know, was sanctification in the, why was it in the sermon if you weren't willing to talk about it? And you and I talked about this uh, at length and we won't do it here. I, when people, when, 
Dude, when people come to church, right? Like when mm-hmm. they come to church, there's there's a lot of times they're fulfilling uh, a responsibility. Yeah. They're fulfilling a need. They're f- and some are fulfilling a desire. I yeah. truly believe that. They come to church, they want to get fed yeah. spiritually. Um some people they come because it's a, you know, it's a responsible thing to do in their life. Some of them come because it's it's checking a a, a box during the week. Right. But truly, like, this is the hard part for me because when I went to church and I was fed the information, I took the information that I was fed verbatim. They read a scripture. Right. I heard it. I was like, okay, yep, I'm getting this. It's good. Uh, But I think when you go back through and you start to read the Bible and decontextualize it, right? Like, take the context it was given to you in yeah, and you read it for yourself and allow the Holy spirit to work through you as you're reading the Bible. Right. You're getting more from it. Yeah. Like you're getting, you're getting the information from the source. Right. Not secondhand. And I'm not saying preaching is secondhand. There are a lot of great sermons. You and I agree. We listen to a lot of great preachers preach great sermons. Yeah. Uh, but I think, and this is that part that people have to, it's on them. It's on their shoulders. If you're going to go through the door and sit down, you need to do your homework. Exactly. You can't, yeah. you can't just show up and sit down and because I, I, I'm hard pressed. I believe a lot of people couldn't come out one and tell you in detail what, what was preached. They could tell you the, the topic at hand, maybe it's, uh, right. against adultery right. or drinking, yeah. uh, you know, they could tell you that, but they, they'd be hard pressed to tell you the stories that were found in the Bible and the things that were discussed that presented it. But anyways, my point is a lot of people don't go any further. They don't exactly. go any further. Yeah. We started to go further and yeah. we started to realize that, whoa, hold up a second. Yeah. A lot of this stuff is an, a, an opinion from man using the Bible to support it. Right. Instead of the opinion from God. Right. Right. And man supporting that. Right. And that's you, you need to have a Bible that you know comes from God that you will go out and support. Absolutely. And that's what we chose to do uh, in a manner of speaking. Absolutely. Anyways, and I'm sorry. No, you that's fine. I, I nah, ran you know one. what you were doing. I ran one. Um, and I would like to do an episode on what makes a great preacher. You know the the attributes of of, of a great preacher, and we can um, tell you from watching people things that we would pull from them. That'd yeah, be kind of cool, absolutely. Because to go to a church and man, believe, that's an investment. Well, right, and but to go to a church and just think that the preacher is right on, he's a good good dude, and he's going to tell you everything the correct way, is like believing that all people with blonde hair are good. Yeah. It just doesn't work. No. You know, so. And it's a, and it's a heavy choice. Yep. It's a heavy investment. And you, well, you brought up also, um, been obligated, feeling an obligation. And that's going to be one of our topics this season as well. Um, Oh yeah. Obligated Obligated or or privileged. Privileged. Yeah. So that's going to be good. A lot of people feel, I mean, they take that, they take that, uh, label of Christianity and man, it's, they're they're privileged you yeah. know to be able to have that they Absolutely. feel actually they feel more obligated 
Right. Well, you know, and here's the thing about you and I, we, we put it out there. We're real. We try to keep it real because, well, one thing, I don't know how to be any other way. And another thing is, I think it was in Luke, you and I had talked about this. Uh, right. I never wanted to be like the Pharisee is like, dear God, thank you for <laughs> not allowing me to be like that poor sinner. I have yeah. never committed adultery. I have not done this. I have not done that. I have kept your commandments and all this stuff. And I wanted to be the other guy because yeah. I am that sinner, yeah. you know, pounding on his chest. Thank you, Lord, for saving a sinner like me, for yeah. having grace and mercy on me. Um, so I just found that very, very interesting. Yeah, when when, when we when we talked about obligated or privileged, yeah, and not, I mean, I feel like we're going deep into every topic that we talk about. Oh, that's cool. It's good. It's good to be back. Whatever. Yeah, it is. I was gonna yeah. say, man, I missed you, dude. Aww. Like, I missed you too, man. You know. Um, I missed actually this is the this is the wild thing and well I mean we didn't like not talk for yeah we didn't not talk but still like getting together there's there's something that just comes from having Christ-centered talks face to face that you don't necessarily get over the phone and I wanted to share that with you and also one of our topics is going to be um you know discipleship discipleship you know and and it kind of goes back to our iron sharpeneth iron. Um, it's amazing. And this is what drew you and I together in the first place. It's amazing how few people you can have a Christ-centered talk with no, for, for any real. length of time. Yeah. So, you know, people get bored. They're thinking about something else. They don't, they're not interested, whatever, yeah. uh, whatever the, their reason may be. It's just refreshing to be able to have someone to sit down and have a conversation with. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. And thank you. Um, I'll just say, I I look, man, I, I have a desire to find people that have the same desire. Right. Absolutely. Like, like we were talking the other day and I said, you know, man, uh, I went and had a conversation with my in-laws the other day for yeah. over an hour. Yeah. And and one of the questions, I don't even know verbatim the question, but anyways, it was, it was something, uh, uh, you know, about the relationship with God. And I said, well, people have to have a desire. I can't give you my desire. Right. You know, and you and you and I talked about this more in depth. It was, you, you can't, you, you can't hand somebody a desire. You can't hand them interest. Right. right. I can't read the Bible for them. Right. But once they get that desire. And they, they, they start to see the fruits of the relationship yeah. that you have with God, yeah. uh, that they have with God, man. I mean, it's, you know, and that's, we're commanded, right. Yeah. To, to make disciples. Right. Right. We're, we're commanded to go out and, and share with people so that their desire creates this disciple in them. Exactly. You know, and then they go out and they exactly. perpetuate the same thing. And you're absolutely right. You got to create that desire with them. Well, I mean, that's. You can't create anything. No, nah, but can, you can, you can encourage plant a seed. It. Yes, you can encourage it. Yeah, because I have been in situations where I tried to talk to someone yeah. about yep. about pick a topic, anything, and they shut it down. Yeah. Well, no, that wasn't very encouraging. But the thing was, <laughs> no. I didn't let that bother them. Right. I'm just hard headed enough to be like, right. whatever. You're not going to well, change I my guess, direction. Guess they didn't hear me the first time. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> right. So whatever. Um, but yeah, you got to 
there, there's just some things that, um, well, you can't want something for someone more no. than they want it. Right. So, right. And I truly believe, I truly believe that when people, you know, people that would meet me and don't know my past or my background or anything else, uh, I don't know if sometimes that significant change in somebody's life because of Christ, uh, you know, I don't, I don't know. I don't know if, if, if seeing that change in somebody, you know, makes you go, wow. Like, yeah. you know, I really, I really want. It makes you take how, notice. Yeah. Definitely. Or if you just see that their life involves Christ. I mean, some people, some people are just so turned off by religion. Yeah. Right. That it ruins it for the relationship. Yeah. And that's the issue. Yeah, you know, absolutely. I mean, religion sometimes just really smacks it down for somebody where they're like, well, you know, I mean, I'm, because they don't. I can tell you right now, my relationship with God is nowhere near where I want it to be. It's better than it ever, where ever, anything I've ever had. Right. But religion is the reason why I never turned to it. Right. Relationship is because my heart was softened to it. Right. You know, and that, you know, that'll so, be a lot of stuff we talk about. Well, actually, you know, one of the other topics is going to be uh, the Holy Spirit and the fruits of Holy Spirit. Yeah. Yeah, because there are some things only the Holy Spirit can reveal to you. Yeah. And like salvation, the Holy Spirit is the only one that can give you that assurance. No man can be like, oh, yeah, OK, you're saved. Right. No, I mean, I have. Well, we won't get into that. But anyway, um, it's hard to tell a true person. You know, it's, it's hard. You can't. Only God knows the heart. Yeah. So there's only right. there's only things that the Holy Spirit can reveal to each person. Um, and the reason I bring that up is because this is something that I have found. Um, the desire. I, I, I There were times when I didn't feel like I had the desire or I didn't take time to do what I needed to do or whatever within reading the Bible or praying right. or whatever. But here's the amazing thing. When I prayed for the Holy Spirit to give me that desire, and I was earnestly praying, I was, um, it wasn't fluff. I meant it. I completely meant it. Um, but when I prayed for the Holy Spirit to give me that desire and to open the word and, and, and show me the word, um, it happened. It's amazing. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah, you just have to be open to it. Yeah, exactly. We have to make yourself available. Yeah, available. That's yeah. probably a better word. Absolutely. That's um, my word. You can't use that word. That's no, my word. I'm not using it. It's dumb. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Um, sin. sin. We're going to talk about sin. Can't talk enough about sin. I, it's crazy to me. You and I were talking the other day, man. Churches don't like to talk about sin. No. But, I mean, they'll, they'll, they'll minimize by... By telling telling us we're all sinners, right? And, you, and we are. You don't watch Andrew Griffith, do you? No. Well, <laughs> so anyway, I really don't watch a lot of TV. Barney Fife was falling asleep in church, and he slept, he slept through the sermon. So this is quick. So at the end of the sermon, they're outside, and the preacher's out shaking hands and everything. And uh, what Barney thought about the sermon was brought up or something. He's like, right. "Yeah, it's just one topic you can't talk enough about sin." The sermon wasn't even about sin, but he was just, <laughs> he was just trying to smooth it over. So anyway. It is. It's crazy. Uh, 
that sin is, you know, people, people mm. want to soften everything down. They yeah. want it all friendly and well, nice. you don't want to offend anyone. And sometimes the truth is, man, it's sharp, you know, it sticks and it, and it hurts because yeah. it's, because it's realistic. Like, and I'm not, you know, listen, we don't get on here and get braggadocious about anything, but one oh. thing we're not going to cover up or lighten off, uh, let up, I guess, is, is sin because it's, it, it's a part of, uh, why we go to God. It, it, it's a part of our relationship with him. It's having to go for, go in front of him and to him for repentance and forgiveness. Right. Uh, and his mercy. Right. So it's something I want to talk about because I want to talk about, uh, specific things relating to sin. And I truly feel like religion has desensitized people, uh, in regards to sin. Absolutely. And actually, you know, and it's sin is the same as anything else. You have to recognize there's a problem before it can be addressed. Yeah. Um, if you yeah. think, Hey, everything's cool. You know, I don't have any sin in my life. Oh my goodness. Okay. So I told you about the watching the snake handling thing when I was in, when I was yeah. going through the denominations yeah. and different churches and stuff and the snake handling people. And that's their thing. They're like, well, if you don't have any sin in your life and you have faith and everything, you should be able to handle serpents and you'll be, and you'll be fine. Well, there are like two preachers in the same church that got bit like 30 <laughs> years apart and died. And the son got died, uh, got bit. He didn't die because he actually went to the doctor. The other ones didn't go to the doctor, but I found a very, very What's interesting wrong with people, man. They're nuts. Yeah. So I found it very interesting that the whole <laughs> Listen, thing I'm was I'm raising like, my hand, I said. Yeah, like absolutely. I'm not getting bit by a snake. No, I wouldn't in even a church. try. Uh -uh. Right. I because bet that snake wasn't even poisonous. We are all sinners. We are all sinners and, and fall, fall short. short of the glory of God. Absolutely. So, um, it's kind of like my son. It's been a couple of years. He and I were having a conversation. And it was about temptation. He's like, I get tempted so much, but I have all my friends that hardly ever get tempted. They don't, they don't have to deal with the same thing because they're living in sin. That was exactly what I said. I'm like, uh, why would the devil tempt someone that he, he already, already has. has? Right. So <laughs> if you're, if you're trying not, if you're trying to do the right thing and you're living for God, you're going to be tempted above everyone else. That's right. Because he doesn't have to work on them anymore. He has them. Right. And it doesn't, and it doesn't mean, and that's a great point. It doesn't mean as we start to uh, try to pull away from the world that we're not going to be pulled back towards it. Right. Uh, it does make it harder. Uh, the longer uh, and more often that you're in your relationship with God, the less likely you're going to be attracted back to the world. Now, right. it's not to say it doesn't happen. Right. But uh, because Satan will find a way. Um, especially once you become a child of God, yeah. uh, you know, you become a threat and anyway, so sin is something that is important to, uh, talk about. It's important to put in front of us, yeah. the conversation, the topic, um, you know, we, we all struggle with it. Um, so it's something I, th I think is important to talk about. Anyways, next next topic. Well, actually, you know, something uh, that you just brought up that I want to talk about is been isolated or insulated. 
because yeah, you good. know separation um you're we're we're of the, we're in the world but we're not of the world yeah. and you know there are so many people that they go beyond just being insulated and they isolate themselves yeah um i brought up the amish and the mennonites earlier they have their communities and you know you have to be born into that you're not just going to willy-nilly walk in off the street and be like hey right. you know i want to hear about this jesus guy um so you know they're they're isolated they won't let anyone in they're like their yeah. own entity disconnected like, yeah, from everything disconnected but we're not called to be isolated no we're called to be insulated we're called you to can't be, be isolated and go out into the world yeah so anyway i just found that very interesting <clears throat> yeah the insulated part uh are things that help separate us buffer us from the world yeah yeah uh, you were to be buffered exactly we're not supposed yeah. to be like oh that person has open toe shoes i can't talk to them oh my goodness I you read know, an interesting thing. This is off topic, bro. Everything. But, nah, is. it's not. It really isn't. Nah, it's it's faith based. Yeah. So whatever. Um, I was reading this thing the other day, and it and uh, it and and it was a statistic that talked about how many churches actually minister in their community. Yeah. I'm not talking about the people coming in the church. Right. Yeah. They're a representation of the community. Right. But how many churches truly go out uh, and, and perform ministries within their community? Right. And there are very little. Churches will have food drives at the church. Yeah. Churches will have... Uh, people come in and open their doors, you know, invite people to church guys, you know, right. come on. Uh, we have so-and-so coming to speak to us. Uh, it's a, who, you know, who, you know, kind of audience. Yeah. But they are not, they're not. They're a and, club. Yeah. Yeah. And door knocking isn't, you know, going out and, and knocking on doors and handing out gospel tracts or whatever the church may do. That's not a ministry in your, in your community. Right. That's not out. That's, that's a, you know, that's a gospel ministry, but that's not going out in the community, finding a need and fulfilling it. Right. Well, actually that's very interesting as well, because within all the denominations and everything, there are the modernist denominations, you know, where they are concerned about the social um, aspects of the world and stuff and helping everyone. Um, so that's not a good thing either. No, would agree, but you need to help people when they if, need help. People when, well, when people need help. Here's here's my point. I'm not I'm not talking about like let's go fix homelessness. Yeah, I'm not yeah. talking about unless it brings glory to God. Right, and that's your ministry. You go out right. and you can disciple somebody and take somebody off the street and turn them into a disciple. Yeah, that's a ministry. Like if you if if you can help somebody by spreading the gospel. And they encourage people to bring in food and you go take food to people that right. are in need. That's a ministry. Yeah. But I, I very rarely, especially in our community, I very rarely uh, see churches involved outside yeah. their doors. Right. I told you this the other day. Uh, well, I told you this last season. I have lived here seven years in this home. Yeah. With my wife, we have never had a church come to come to our door. They probably heard about you. <laughs> Don't make me laugh. <laughs> so anyways, it, interesting. Well, you know, what's even more interesting is the other day I went to get the mail. We check our mail like once every two weeks. Right. So I went to get the mail. I was so mad, dude. The mail person 
put a box, a package in my mailbox, like crammed it in there. I had to cut it out with a knife. Oh, let me tell you, Ashley was in the car with me. I was so mad. I was tugging on this thing. It wouldn't come out. I was the post, the mailboxes on, and I have a heavy duty mail, uh, metal mailbox. Right. I was fit to be tied, dude. Right. So I'm cutting this thing. I pull my knife out. She's like, what are you doing? (laughs) I said, I said, don't let her show up right now. (laughs) The mail person, (laughs) the mail lady. So I was so mad. Anyways, I am sawing this thing. I get, I pull the pack. I pull the uh, contents of the package out. And then I cut the cardboard box. I was so mad, dude. Right. I was about to go to the post office. Uh, anyway, so I see this hand addressed envelope in there yeah. and it was very, I don't know. It was, it was handwritten. So I was like, who is this from? It's like they wrote our last names, which are on the side of the mailbox. So I know they don't know us. Right. They just saw it on the mailbox. So yeah. I'm, I tore into that right away. I was like, what is this? Hmm. So I re- I'm reading this. It's a handwritten three-page letter yeah. from a Jehovah. You know what? My my uh, my wife. Okay. My wife. Yeah, I'm trying to. <laughs> okay. I'm trying to think how to say it. So my wife's husband passed away. Yeah. Yeah. Ex ten years ago. Was it, well, no, it wasn't his ex, well, her ex. Well, while she was, yeah, her I know what late you late husband. Right. Well, it makes he it sound like away. your wife is married to somebody else right now. Right. No. Before we got married, he had passed away 10 years prior to there that. There you go. Or whatever, three years prior to that. Okay. So anyway, point being, he got a letter from the Jehovah's Witnesses in our community. Same thing, handwritten. Um they just pulled his name out of the hat or something. I don't know because he's no longer around, but yeah. And it's amazing that the, the it's unfortunate. I should say that there are so many religions that are teaching the wrong things. Yeah. Um, that they put forth more effort yeah. than the pre yeah. than the ones that are teaching the right things. Yeah. That was my point. I read the letter. Okay. There you go. I'm sorry. But yeah, yeah it was interesting. No, no, no. Level. You didn't. No, yeah. no. I, I mean, that's. Yeah. And but we don't was, even practice this. But he was Spanish. So it was in Spanish. Oh. So my wife and the girls are trying to figure out what they're saying. But it was addressed to him. And uh, but yeah, they, they put forth more effort than the people that are actually teaching the truth. So it's no wonder why there's so many people. You can't Confused. bring people to the truth if you push them away. No, you yeah, they're they're <laughs> another thing we talked about. Like people, people are so obsessed with arguing their religion. Yeah, you know, so obsessed with like, you know, convincing somebody they're wrong instead right. of showing them what's right. Exactly. Like, you know, well, if the Jehovah comes, I like telling them about my Jesus and you know this stuff, and I'm like. I'm sure that's not Actually, helpful. Have they ever come back and right. been like, hey, thanks for sharing the gospel with me? Like, I, I mean, I get it, but uh, I, you know, I read that letter. Uh, yeah. And there's a lot of, there's a lot of stuff that's not right. Right. Yeah. But I read the letter and I thought that that person is so convicted about their religion yeah. that they sat down and wrote a three page letter. Yeah. Like very, a very heartfelt letter. They're that convicted. Yeah. But yet we dismiss that person because of their religion. Right. Right. We've already dismissed that person. And see, it goes against the the fundamentals that we had talked about earlier. Yeah. Because I believe when the Jehovah's Witness, they don't believe that 
they don't believe in the Trinity, I believe. Is it the Trinity? Or I they can, don't believe that that Jesus is God's son. Or I, I don't know. It's one of those. They don't believe in the Trinity. Yeah, at least we'll admit we don't know. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> because I'm... Somebody does. There's so much information. No wonder everyone's confused. I spent a month and I'm like, <laughs> right. oh my gosh. So my head was spinning. But um, it's just amazing that there are so many people that know the truth, but they don't have the same desire to share it. Um, go through the the steps of writing a letter to somebody. I mean, like, hey, because whatever. But I watched a very interesting video. Um, this was in Hawaii. And these people, the guys had came from Phoenix, Arizona or something. Oh, I watched it too. They interviewed the lady on the, uh, by the picnic stand or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. And they had, they were Jehovah's witnesses and Christians. Yeah. The girls were Jehovah's witness and, but they had a civilized conversation and I don't, I don't think it went anywhere afterwards. No, no, I don't. Those those women were so convicted that yeah. they are right. Yep. And but it was it was interesting to see the interaction. Was it, it was Jeff a, Durbin? I think so. Yeah, I think so. But it's it's right. interesting. To yeah, watch the interaction. I, you know, I, I don't know. Don't you know if it's not Jeff Durbin? Don't send me something you fact checked me. I don't care. I'll find the who it was and we'll put a link in this teaser trailer, whatever video for I mean uh, audio for the. Season two, I'll put it in there. But I was very, (laughs) she couldn't convince me in this letter about what she was trying to tell me, but it was very extremely heartfelt. So, and my point to that whole thing was, wow, man, like she is convicted to her religion. Like she's convicted to it. Right. And, you know, I, man... But how many people would go to them and be like, you're wrong. You're going That's to hell. Point. You're That's turning point. your back on God. But yet we so, preach a message of love yeah. and understanding and we try to bring people in, but yet we tell them how messed up they are, how many things they done exactly. wrong. Yeah. Uh, so I what's, messed up. what's wrong with their religion? Totally. You know? Cause I messed up last year. Yeah. Um, I, I grew up in a pilgrim holiness church, yeah. which they will, you know, adhere to the fundamentals. They, you know, the women wore long dresses and, and stuff. They didn't speak in tongues or any of that crazy stuff. Um, well, I had went to a church that it was a community 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 holiness church or something. It didn't really say, but this is what got me into wanting to do homework on denominations because it had the word holiness in there. And I'm thinking, well, I grew up in the pilgrim holiness church. So, you know, probably pretty similar. And I go there and no, they speak in tongues. I didn't witness any of this because I would have left before service was over. Yeah. Um, But they speak in tongues and laying on hands and all that sort of thing. Um, and that's what they believe. So whatever, but that's not where I came from. That's not what I was used to. That's not the, the God that I know. It's not the relationship that I have. Um, but anyway, it was funny. It's not going to convince you. Right. Well, it was was funny because 
uh, you know, phone calls were made and and people were told, Alan's turning his back on God. And, oh, and I was man. like, oh my goodness, I made a mistake. Yeah. Uh, but I was, I mean, I couldn't, I didn't have anyone to talk to about it. Hey, you know, the because best, they were yelling at me. So whatever. You know, the best time to find a job when you have one. Yeah. You know, the best time to go look for a church when you have one. Yeah. And that's why people need to read their Bible and stuff. And you and I talked about this the other day. Uh, when we first started this, we're like, oh, why aren't more people Christ-centered? Why can't you have Christ-centered conversations with people and and stuff? And we're like, what's the missing link? And we <laughs> both us, said it. it. Yeah, it hit us. We were like, geez, we're idiots. There's no missing link. No. There's mm-hmm. only missing desire. Yeah. There's only, you know, Intrude. not taking the time of reading the Bible and praying that God will open it to you and praying for that desire. Uh, I'm going to tell you, I prayed for the desire to um, just be more, to have more, I prayed for the, to have more desire and hunger for the word of God and to, you know, really get into it. And man, it's like, wow, I can't get enough. And when you start to read it and you start reading the truth, right? Truth. It's all about truth. Here's here's my take on it. And this is just Bill's snapshot. It could be completely wrong. There are a lot of wonderful people out there that are that are in the same word. Right. And they're having amazing conversations with us. Yeah. We had them last season, a bunch of them. And we have right. several more lined up this season. Yeah. Very grounded conversations yeah. in biblical doctrine. Right. We don't. It, we're not, we're not talking about denominations. Like yeah. it's not, it's, it, it, it's not about that. But what I think happens is I think when you do attach to a denomination, you get territorial. It's a dog in a yard. Oh yeah, absolutely. As soon as somebody comes up and yeah. you know, they're non-denominational or they're somebody else that it's a very territorial yeah. thing. And sometimes it starts and I hope this doesn't offend anybody. It starts by lifting their leg. And then the next thing you know, to mark their territory and the next thing you know, they're barking right? Uh, or you back them into a corner and they come out biting. And the problem is with that is that it, it that's man-made. Yeah. It's man-made. It right. came, man decided to take, take it a little differently, right? Yeah. It, to, to, to latch on to something that wasn't, that somebody else was doing. Yeah. They wanted to make a throne. Yeah. And yep. so the biblical doctrine and the people, I mean, I, I'm not even going to spoil it with some of the people we want to talk to, uh, that we're having conversations with, but they're all about the truth. Yeah. Um, we're not going to argue if our Bible is the truth, it is the truth. There's no argument. Right. There's no, I don't, I don't need you to tell me about the scroll that it came from, uh, the, the person that translated it. Right. I don't need, I don't need that. Yes. That is important for some people to know that it's, but I believe the Bible I read is accurate, uh, inspired by God and infallible. It is God's truth. So biblical doctrine is the only doctrine I'll align with. So, and this is why you and I, and I'm getting to this is why you and I are having these conversations and we're not, uh, for lack of a better word at a church. Because a lot of those misalign. Yeah. They are lined uh, lined up the wrong way. They have something right. added in there that just doesn't uh, line up to what you and I believe 
as being biblical doctrine. Right. Uh, so anyways, yeah, well, man, you got me fired up like five times today. That's good. That's good. Discipleship. Um, did we so, cover that, right? Uh, no, we did not, but that's a very good one. Oh, yeah. again, are you going to start talking about denominations again? <laughs> I was thinking about yeah, it. Fired no, up, actually man. what I wanted to do was, uh, I was talking about the creeds earlier. Yeah. I just wanted to, you know, to say that it's on Wikipedia list of Christian creeds. So people could could look at that. Um, don't just take our word for it, you know. And there's a bunch, yeah. And and most of them are well, well. Like anything with Wikipedia, just be careful. Uh, you can edit those on the fly. People can go in and right, but you can yeah. read the edits that's, exactly. That's right. a list of the ones, but then research, you can research those out. Yeah, right, absolutely. And yeah. that's what I do. I yeah. I reference things from one spot, but then I don't just take that at you know it's word or well. So <laughs> my wife's a teacher, right? So I sent her something one time from Wikipedia. I got blasted. Yeah. Yeah. I was, she's like, you know, that's not true. I'm like, no, I don't know. It's not true. I said, that's not why I sent it to you. Right. Like I sent it because it had some information in there. I know where it says, you know, uh, it's edited by this person on this date or whatever. She's like, well, just be careful. Yeah. I, said, I said, it's okay. I just wanted you to see that something was written down. Right. I mean, everybody turns to the internet, right? Yeah. Uh, you and I, we have sources we look at and yep. we, that we, we truly like, we find value in their sources. Right. But listen, man, you can go down anywhere in the internet and find something that's hokey. Oh, absolutely. You know, you just, yeah. and, that, and we say this all the time, it's in our disclaimer, like know what yeah. you're looking at. Like, know know what it is. Right. Don't take our word for it. I mean, yeah. we know some people that, uh, are great theologians that they'll help. I'll point you in their direction. If you want to get that deep. Well, you know, that's what I was saying, like about the Anabaptists. Um, There are sources that say that the Baptists came from the Anabaptists. Yeah. But most of the sources say they did not. The Amish, the Mennonites, uh, and the Hutterites, Hutterites, I believe. I don't know. Close. Some dude. Hutterite. Anyway, um, they came from the Anabaptist movement, which the Anabaptist movement was started by um, some uh, Catholic priests that like got. Well, yeah, he left the Catholic yeah. church, right? Yeah. 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 They left. They weren't like actively priests. But anyway, we don't need to get down the road any farther. Well, I'm I was sorry. just going to say, as many people will tell you something is accurate, there'll be as just as many people to try to disprove them. Oh yeah, absolutely. And it's crazy, right? The amount of information that people will go to, to try to discredit something. Right. And you know, we are not the authority. No. God is the authority. That's right. And that's the thing, you know, um, there's no preacher out there that can give you a get out of hell free card. Nope. So you need to check all your facts. You need to see yeah. what they're teaching is true and they're not like, because, okay. So I dated a lot before I got married and, um, <laughs> my wife's laughing, right? It was now. probably, so. I mean, she's not here, but when she listens to this, she'll laugh. But it was like, you know, I dated some women that like two, three years before their true colors started coming out. Oh my gosh. Me you too. know? So you're like, what? Who is this person? And yeah, that's the that's longest I ever, uh, the longest that I ever 
witnessed someone being someone other than they actually were was like three years. It seemed like three years was the spot where they they kind of no let longer, off and were themselves. Yeah, they can no longer portray that person or whatever. <laughs> Keep up the charade. But here's the funny thing. So I went through all that. When I got married, I got married seven years ago, eight years ago or whatever. When I got married, it was like our first or second date. I asked my wife. Oh, jeez. Yeah. I'm like, are you on any mood-altering drugs? And she looked at me. She's like, what? You must have been traveling at a high speed because I would have got out of the car. No, we were in a restaurant or something. But she's like, what do you mean? I'm like, well, I just want to make sure that the person that I'm dating is a person that I'm going to know, you know, five right, years for the rest now, of my life. If if this goes farther, right. because if it if she was been like, well, yeah, I'm on lithium, you know, and it's I'm pretty mellow today. I'd been Tomorrow like, I might be different. All right. Catch you later. I'm right. gone. Because why would I pursue that anymore? So that's the thing. Because it's not what the value is right. on the inside doesn't match the outside. Absolutely. And yeah. we all need to know what we're dealing with. We can't go to a church and get all comfortable and have friends and be like, hey, how is everything going? And be all warm and fuzzy surface, with everyone. That's and then very superficial. It, it be in the wrong place. You be in the wrong place learning the wrong things because those friendships and stuff may hold you there. Yeah. If you're focusing on the wrong thing, they will. A lot of yeah. people when asked, why yeah. did you go to that church? Yeah. They'll tell you, well, I have a lot of good friends there. Right. And I, and sometimes when I catch that answer, I'm like, wow, like, yeah. but I do, uh, you know, man, I, I feel it because that's a, a <laughs> church is a social event. Right. It's social. Yeah. It's not a spiritual event anymore. Right. When you, and I don't mean event like the Olympics, but I mean a, a place to go to when you go, it's because, you know, you want to meet, you want to see your friends that you only see those three days a week yeah. or, or those three times a week. It becomes a social event Yeah, and it shouldn't be. A lot of them are clubs. Yeah. I mean, when you yeah. look at them, I mean, geez, I've seen yeah. some on YouTube. I'm like, that's a church. Yeah. Exactly. And I'm not, you know, listen, don't call me judgy because then you're judging me. So, you know, that's not what I line up with. And actually, I, that's why I don't really get, I don't really take things to heart when people irritate me or upset me or, um, because they have to answer to God. I don't have to, I don't have to judge them. No. They're going to be judged. Right. So. Well, you know. and I'm just saying, I'm saying when I see something and I make a comment or I'll tell my wife, I'm like, man, I wouldn't go there. Yeah. You know, but society is, man, society is putting uh, these walls around us that we, when we touch a certain thing, we bounce back so hard. It's like, you know, we bounce yeah. off of it because it's becoming so, uh, everything's offensive. And it's like, geez, man, I, I don't have time for that. Like we exactly. can still be opinionated. Yeah. Right. Because a lot of times our opinion comes from the truth. Yeah. I'm it, being biblically grounded. I would like to say, man, I would never let my daughter out of the house wearing that. Right. Right. Because it's not biblical. Right. It's going to cause a stumbling block for somebody. And, and I mean, there's so many other different things, but 
that to me, when, when, when already somebody's cautioned into having an opinion because they, you know, they're worried about how it's going to offend somebody and somebody says something else. I ain't got time for that. It's the truth, like the truth. And that's what we need to focus on is biblical truth and doctrine. Right. Period. It doesn't need to, I don't need to worry about, geez, why do I even get on this subject? What'd you do now? What'd you say to me? Oh, no. It's always you. It was something about something. I'm like, golly, man, I'm really not this angry all the time. <laughs> but anyways, oh, geez. I got you stirred uh, up. Yeah, I don't even know. I, cool. It was. Listen, I just want to say, ground yourself in the truth. Yeah, <laughs> like, ground yourself. Stay in, in the your truth. Bible. Yeah, uh, you know, don't go far from that because, geez, right. I think an, another topic we're going to uh, touch on is discipleship. Well, we just did that. Didn't we just, we? yeah. Okay. What are you on repeat? <laughs> are you on Maybe any mood altering so. drugs? No. Uh, uh, wisdom, so. understanding, and knowledge. That's another one, man. Yeah. That's going to be, uh, that's going to be a good one. I think a lot of folks, uh, will get some help from that. Absolutely. But, and, and like I said, well, yo, you know, it kind of ties in with the Holy spirit one. Um, when you pray to the Holy spirit for, for wisdom, understanding and knowledge, you will get wisdom, understanding and knowledge. Yeah. Um, it says in the Bible, you know, if, if you have, um, if you have a need, if you not necessarily a financial need or something, I mean, if you have a, ah, I can't even think of it right now, ask Jesus and he will, and he will provide that, you know, ask the Holy spirit, pray to pray to God for wisdom, knowledge, and understanding. And you will, you're not going to get it. It's not like a a switch. Right. I was just going to say, it doesn't happen like that. No, no, not at all. But you'll, you'll start seeing it, but you will, but it will become apparent. Yeah. It it does like I've prayed for, I told you before, I I pray for it. Uh, It's not on my everyday prayer list, but there are times where I'm like, man, I really need, uh, I don't mean man like to God, but for myself, I tell myself, man, I really need to get more understanding about this because I'm approaching it the wrong way. So I pray that I'll have better understanding because I'm so closed off, you know, like an initial reaction, like my, my son came and if this were to happen today, but my son came to me and he's like, Hey dad, I'd like to go do this and blah, blah, blah. And, uh, move to California. And I was like, nah, I'm like, what's wrong with you? I'm like, go back to your room. Right. You're 16. Yeah. So immediately, right. That was something that I relied on myself for. Yeah. And I gave an immediate response based on my nature. That would be something I would ask for understanding. Yeah. And wisdom, because I don't want to handle that in a non-spiritual way. Right. Uh, And I don't want to, and I don't want to project that in a way that doesn't really, uh, I say this all the time. I'll say it right now. As a child of God, your, your role as a citizen of heaven, a child of God in the family of God is to bring glory to God. Yeah. That is your job. And if you're doing things that aren't bringing glory to God through your decisions, that's a lack of wisdom. Yeah. Uh, that's a lack of understanding. Yeah. Uh, if you're flying off the handle, if you're angry, if you're rude, those are all things that uh, lack knowledge, wisdom, and understanding. Yeah. And a lot of that just stems from lack of desire. Yeah. 
to, to, to know anymore or think that you already have all the answers. Yeah. Yeah. That's you know. one that'll keep, that'll get you. Oh, I know. Um, I've caught if, myself a bunch, man. You know, and the thing is, um, we, we will never have all the answers. No. You know, mm-hmm. until, until Jesus comes and takes us home, we're going to be wandering around looking for the answers. We won't know everything. We don't need to know everything. All we need to know is um, Bible is the authority. Uh, Jesus Christ is the only way to yeah. heaven. Yeah. And, you know, n- no one goes to the Father except for through Jesus. We need, that's what we need to know. And we need to know that. We need to know that we know that. We need to yeah. know that we, we need to seek that assurance of our salvation uh, because there are so many people that are told oh, you can never lose your salvation. But the caveat to that is you must truly first have your salvation. You can't lose something you didn't have. Right. So you need to truly have your salvation and you can't lose it. But well, and it's a, it's an obligation to us. This is so, <laughs> yeah, you wrote trigger words down today. <laughs> I did. Uh, this is part of that obligation and privilege, right? Like as soon as we receive uh, Christ, right? Once we have eternal salvation, we're obligated at that point. It's not, it's not cruise control, right? Like we don't just sit back and go, okay, well I'm saved. Uh, you know, that's, that's done. Exactly. Like there's an obligation and those yeah. obligations are listed out in the Bible as being believers and children of God. Right. And, and one of those I already said, bringing glory back to God. Yeah. And then we, we have service. Yeah. We have service to do. Like we don't just kind of hang back and, and a lot of people will. And I, and I know, I mean, listen, I, it's hard, you know, it's hard to break your old habits, to move yeah. away from the things that you've seen it. In fact, you told me about a guy today, you know, went to church. He was, you know, he was on the right path, doing the right thing. It's so easy to get tripped up and fall back, man. Yeah. Uh, you have to be, you have to be actively pursuing God yeah. to be actively running from the world. Absolutely. And that's a great point because, you know, like Jesus, when he, when he was with the guy that was living in the tombs yeah, and he yeah. cast the demons out that went into the swine and the townsfolk came out and told him, get out of our coast. Jesus never said, Oh, but hang on. Did you not, do you not know what I've done? Yeah. I can help you. He never tried to uh, persuade people He was available. So point being, he is not going to chase you down to try to get you to see things his way. We need to see that that is the only way and we need to pursue him. And that's the, and that's the thing is, is a lot of people have their salvation. They have it. They're there. Boom. But yet they're not pursuing this relationship with God uh, that separates them from the world. Just yeah. because you're saved, you're not separated from the world. Right. You're not, you're living in it. Yeah. Like you're, you know what I'm saying? Like you're not going to be now when you die and you go to heaven, Yeah. then you'll be, leave the world. Right. But 
here you on earth, you actively have to get away from it. Yeah. And I'm not talking about burying your head in the sand and, and isolating yourself. I'm talking about you actively have to be doing something. And that right. something is pursuing God. And the Holy Spirit will insulate you. That's right. When you, That's when right. you, when you open yourself up for the Holy Spirit's guidance and you yeah. stop grieving him, yeah. um, he will take all those things that you pursued, that you found so important that you thought you couldn't live without. He'll take those and you won't care about them nah. anymore. Nope. Nope. Because your focus has changed. Yeah. So. Yeah. All right. Well, I mean, good talk. Well, you got something else? No, I'm no. good, man. I was just checking my notes. Man, and, you uh, took it out of me today. I know it. <laughs> you, get you. I'm already wore down. Um, yeah, great topics. Uh, they're probably going to change a bunch. Maybe not. I don't know. It's uh, well, we're going to throw some interviews in there. I, I like yeah. the next interview. I think the first interview that we're going to do is uh, salvation versus sanctification, yeah. which is actually her topic. Yeah. So that was pretty cool. I was like, wow, okay, we're going to talk about sanctification. I'm all, I'm down. Yeah. And I think that, I think the interviews, I, sh I shouldn't say interviews, conversations yeah. that we have with other like-minded Christians, yep. it gives another depth. Yeah. Uh, I like the chemistry you and I have doing this and talking about stuff and rambling on and, and like two people listen. <laughs> right. And I think it's cool. Uh, but when you have somebody else on, man, it really just, man, I get a fervor listening to other people talk about their love for God. Absolutely. And, and also... Sometimes the, a third person or a fourth person or whatever will will spark a thought within your mind which you didn't see before. You That's didn't right. think about it yep. a certain way. Yep. So it's it's very always giving us little nuggets. Nuggets, yeah. <laughs> so um, <laughs> make yeah. sure you check out the website. Uh, we don't ask for anything. We don't. Everything we do is for the glory of God. Uh, but check out the website. If you know somebody that's struggling, uh, maybe with their, their faith, um, send them to the website. Yeah. Just, just tell them to go check it out. Uh, also the forms available, uh, all this stuff will be linked into the bottom of the description, the forms available, uh, great content, uh, Christian community where a bunch of people are getting together and, and sharing daily devotions. So, if you want uh, access to that, drop us uh, or actually create an account at the forum and we'll get an email and we approve them right away. So you can go in there and start posting stuff uh, and checking out the content. I did want to bring up one last thing. Yeah, yeah, man. I'm yeah. like, Columbo, yeah. did you ever watch the show? I'm he, not going to admit it. He was always like, one more thing. That's it's me. like, hey, it's like a it's like an eight hour long class that you go to. And you're dying to get out of there because the instructor is so monotone. And he's like, all right. Are there any last questions before we wrap it up for the day? No. And somebody goes, Fink. the hand goes up and you're like, all right, I'm following that guy home. <laughs> <laughs> right. We're going to learn him something. Yeah. Well, anyway, um, I just wanted to touch on why we don't ask for money. We don't have a donate button on there yeah. or Good anything. Um, and it basically, you know, comes from the Bible as far as making merchandise of Jesus. Um, we just don't want to do that. Nope. We don't, we're nope. not trying to, Hey, you know, if you send us 
certain amount of dollars, you get more Jesus or whatever. No, we'll never do I'm, that. I'm not saying everyone's doing that, but that's just the stand that we have taken. No, we're not going to commercialize it. Yeah, nope. exactly. It will never happen. So um, That was one thing when we started this, you and I had some ground rules right away. Yeah. And that was one thing. We are here to serve the ministry of God. Yeah. Period. Spread the gospel, serve the ministry of God, and, and hopefully be able to talk to people that want to talk about uh, our experience. Yeah. Outside of that, no, that's not going to happen. Hey, and guys, if um, if you're sinners, hey, you're at the right place. We are. We don't know everything. We don't try to profess to know everything. No. Um, we know where to find the answers. We know all the answers are in the Bible. Yeah. And uh, if we can help anyone, man, just give me a call. Uh, 352-214-5062. And if anyone has called me since I've been putting my number out here and uh, they weren't able to leave a message, I just found out that my email is messed up. Email or voicemail? I mean, voicemail. I'm sorry. Jeez, Alan, you're so technologically tech. Blah. (laughs) Yeah. Whatever. Challenged. There you go. There you go. (laughs) I can't talk. So anyway, if anyone is, is trying to call me and, and I didn't answer and they couldn't leave a message, just text me. Just text me and I'll give you a call back. Yeah. Hit us up on the website. Yeah. I mean, you can email us through that too. Yeah, absolutely. Just either way. And, and I didn't do it intentionally. If anybody, like I said, anybody did try to call and, and I didn't answer. He's challenged. Um, I'm challenged. I'm sorry, guys. Anyway, <laughs> you guys have a great day. And yeah. uh, thanks for joining us for season two. And hopefully uh, we'll keep you guys hanging on. Absolutely. At least to have a little bit of information here and there. Right. All right. Have a blessed day. So that's it for this episode. We're glad you listened and hope you'll come back. Visit www.graceworkswithanx.net to listen to past episodes, read our daily devotions, or provide feedback. If you'd like to be a guest on our show, send us a message through Instagram, Facebook, or our website. And if these episodes have been an encouragement to you in any way, please share them. Have a blessed day.